Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. No, I don't want to be humble now. You doubted me. Nothing I feel like I nailed that one today. <laughs> Like, there's it's a six, good start for I the should, Monday morning. We, we keep saying this when we don't do it is make a checklist. Check, 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 check. Go through all of those items. If we were to have a checklist, we're missing less of those checks. We could maybe start on time too. We really don't count on anyone to watch this live. I, I'm glad when people do, but we just, because I also, one of the things that helps me be conversant is to be able to have casual conversation going into this yeah but also not being stressed about starting on a specific time yeah if i'm on a very specific agenda it's going to be more halting and less less fluid i think i believe maybe mm -hmm. not maybe the pressure will force me to be more fluid and i mean so far our feedback's been pretty good yeah i know people said they people watch it. it people are just being nice to us that's maybe part of it <laughs> Although yeah. Chris hey. did call me, call me. I was like, "Fucking Craig, I'm not, I'm not 50." <laughs> did he call you out on it yet? Well, who's it, Chris? Chris, uh, Chris Graham. Oh, last oh. week you had mentioned something oh, about that. Yeah, I did. Did I say who said that? How old he is called he? me out on the next day. He's not 50. <laughs> okay, good. So he's listening now. So that's sorry, that's Chris. It. Yeah, Chris is uh, 39. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> It's a problem when you lose, like he's lost a bunch of weight. He looks amazing. Yeah. And he's in his number. Well, um, maybe it's some resentment on my part because he's moving up on sugar water. He beats me periodically yeah, on sugar water. Now. No, it's his fitness has improved. He's recovering from a shoulder injury that. Well, I think his shoulder thing, once he actually got it um, diagnosed and they figured out it wasn't anything torn. It was just, yeah. oh, this is wrong by Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's, but he's gotten really good. But one of the things that happens when you lose weight quickly is and I, I noticed you do look a little haggard which makes you look older like it oh. it, 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 it no it does saying he looks haggard when, uh, right, this is <laughs> this is not coming out right <laughs> what i mean is <laughs> no you do it it's it's yeah. you i i when i at the beginning of last year i got really lean mm -hmm. it's eating super clean um after the whole covid experience and just uh really focused on diet and everything and and i I admitted to myself that I was looking a little haggard, mm -hmm. right? Because you, you lose weight in the face, you look a little gone. Yeah. And it takes a while before your body essentially adjusts, and mm -hmm. then you start retaining the right amount of water and everything else. Yeah. And then you, then people, and 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 then you start to look better. At first, you'll look a little gaunt, right? Because yeah. your skin's gonna hang a little yeah. bit. And it takes a little while before all that to tighten With up. That muscle to kind of refill in, right? Yeah. There is zero science to anything that I just said. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> That was uh, purely uh, observational, anecdotal data. <laughs> I could see the, I can see that though. Yeah, that makes sense. Backed by one person, uh, blind trial, blind study, blind study. <laughs> it's a double, triple blinds, <laughs> triple blind study, <laughs> peer reviewed by in this last thirty seconds by Jamie Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag science. Yeah. Anyway, science. so do we we have a bunch of stuff we can go off on today yeah um, but i did and i asked i saw jamie, jamie lee uh, came to the west coast region meeting crossfit is doing a tour to all the different affiliate regions affiliate around side, the country yeah. and included in that uh, is a 
presentation with included in ours on the West coast was a presentation from Don fall, the CEO of CrossFit. And then some additional presentations from other people within the organization uh, that were interesting, but not as, and we, I can talk about those. I don't mm -hmm. want to rely mm -hmm. on them for um, many of the affiliate owners who are yeah. newer to CrossFit. That Those were very valuable for yeah. me. The more experienced CrossFit owners and the OGs, we've been there, done that with some of those things, but that's okay. It's a refresh. The, with a real opportunity for us, OG affiliate owners was to get together ourselves and talk amongst one another, mm -hmm. um, have the opportunity to talk to Don Fall, Adrian Bosman, Dave Castro, who was there briefly. Um, and did I say Don Fall, the CEO? Mm -hmm. Nicole Carroll. And Nicole Carroll. Oh, of course. Nicole, I spent a lot yeah. of time with Nicole Carroll, which was, you know, that to me is a real privilege. And it's, it's exciting to be able to talk to her because she's the person behind the magic of CrossFit content. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, amazing. I, and I talked to her about that. I, I, I'll side note on that. Um, I asked Nicole Carroll, I said, did, so did you write that for yourself? And again, you know, sometimes I say things that don't come out <laughs> right. And I didn't, I wasn't implying that she wouldn't have. I mean, I, I, what I was trying to apply is, is it was so, it is so well yeah. written. It reads really well. It captures the essence of CrossFit. It says it in a voice that is clearly coming from someone that has years of experience in CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And it touches upon all of the right stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's the series of articles that are um, in the Magic of CrossFit content. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm a, I'm a little um, irritated that it's harder. It's hard to find on CrossFit.com. That's also CrossFit.com. I feel yeah. like it's gotten... Well, it's not... Yeah, that's not her fault. That's yeah, CrossFit.com. Yeah, that's, that's the website. Yeah, they need to organize the website better. Yeah. Like her stuff and those those articles that she's written, that's, there's right four of them front. now. Should be right... It should be in a place that's easily accessible. Yeah. Now, it is if you go to media and you scroll through, but the problem is, is it's um, one of the things they did that's cool is that they produced um, a YouTube accompaniment video that goes with it that essentially says the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um and 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 some of those are narrated by her. Yeah. Um. I think all I. I think so far, most of. I mean, I think all of like the short clip ones are all all, all her reading. Yeah, her, her reading, content. her content. Yeah. And it's really good, mm -hmm. but it that's interspersed in the articles themselves on the CrossFit yeah. website, so that it's difficult to find her actual fully written content, which is really good. Mm -hmm. I put it in my email, and it's, um, and it's. The, the the three of them, I got to put my glasses on to read them. Um, uh, here, what I'll just adjust, just enlarge my screen. Um, the 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 three pieces that she put uh, that she published is defining the formula, mm -hmm. understanding the methodology in the the CrossFit ethos, ethos. And, and then she says the next one she says is her favorite one, her best one is the coach. Oh, so I'm looking good. forward to that yeah. one. Uh, but anyway, and I would encourage every affiliate owner, and it, I, I'll be honest with you, it, it should be it should be mandatory reading for every affiliate mm -hmm. owner. They should send it out with an email and say, "Hey, read this and click yeah. the box when you're done." Honestly, it's some of the best content CrossFit's put out in years, in my opinion. Right, and I, um, I, I got off on a uh, tangent on this one. Um, we were so anyway so. It was a pleasure to talk to to Nicole, Nicole Carroll. Um, going back to 
uh, the presentations itself for the day, uh, Dom Fall spoke to all of the affiliates. And there was, I was a, a little irked. And, and, he, and he's just promoting on Instagram, but he was, you know, there's 200 affiliate owners. There was, there's, there's about a hundred and I would guess 115 to 120 owners or co-owners there. Mm-hmm. There were probably about another 40 to 60 coaches, coaches and, yeah. and, uh, or head coaches, managers, mm-hmm. um, or friends of the affiliate owner yeah. that were in, in attendance. And so in all in this meeting that, in, that included invitations to affiliates from all the way from Washington, all the way down to Hawaii, Southern California and Hawaii. Yeah. Across the country was out there. There were about, I think. 85 to 90 affiliates represented okay is in my estimation based mm-hmm. upon my experience with the meeting that we had here yeah. you get multiple people coming representing one affiliate yeah so and that's pretty good mm-hmm. um and it's probably and it's a um good percentage of the affiliates that are out here on this west coast and this was the first one of the whole tour right yeah, I believe so. That's okay. right. Of this okay. new tour that he's doing yeah, and going the out summit, and sharing the mission summit. Right. And I, I enjoyed Don Fall's presentation uh, to the extent that we haven't had something like that in a while from yeah. CrossFit. Essentially telling us what CrossFit plans to do mm-hmm. and what their goal is. Um, I wish it was less corporate yeah but that is speaks to i think the don's extensive experience in the corporate side and presentations to investment bankers and the investors at crossfit it, it and he said that this is similar to a presentation that i made to yeah he was he did say that up front too. yeah made to the investors when he first was being interviewed for the job yeah and those things do require especially with investment companies um, because I spent I have spent a long time in that field um, and may have made many many presentations to uh, investment management teams you do need to have slides yeah you do need to have, have bullet points have and... bullet points you do need to stay on track and you do need to back up your data um, and you need to be good about it mm-hmm. and they it would the contrast being that on that in the investment world, especially when you're seeking capital for an investment, um, you need to have data. They're more impressed by data and facts, and they will discount a promotional sales passionate pitch. Mm-hmm. Those are discounted because it's often seen as a mask mm-hmm. for issues that you may have with your product or yeah. service or company. And so they want, they want numbers yeah. and they want facts and they want to know how you're going to get there. And so that his presentation leaned in that direction in terms of its style, mm-hmm. though um, it, which I think doesn't play as well with the CrossFit affiliate owner community, especially in, the OGs, in my opinion, especially the OGs. Yeah. We are used to, the OGs are used to, a very knowledgeable, passionate individual getting up with a super freaking smart individual and Greg Glassman getting up and speaking from the hip. Mm-hmm. And 
is Nicole Carroll said to me, he's, he would say the same things over and over and over again. And he, and it was, and then therefore it was effortless mm-hmm. and it was fluid and, and, and it, and it came out with, and it, and he could add an embella, he could add to it and, 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 and change the terminal or change the, um, flow. Yeah. Change the flow of it to suit the audience. Yeah. Whether he's speaking to the Harvard Divinity School, Re- or- reading the reading the crowd, yeah, right. Right. reading the, the crowd. yeah, because he knew the content so well. He yeah. said the content so many times. Yeah, so he's at the Harvard Divinity School. He knows what they want to hear when he's yeah. with a group of affiliate owners. He knows what they want to say when he's in an L one. Really good one, point. He knows what they want to say because yeah. he said it so many times. Dom's not there yet. Yeah, this is the first one, mm-hmm. so it's a little rough, and it was pretty damn good for being the first time. I'm sure they get some feedback off of kind of how this whole thing went too. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Well. It'll be interesting Hopefully. to see if they get honest content, honest feedback, feedback back. Yeah, people are too many people are scared to give honest feedback. How huh? do you get better if you don't get honest feedback? No. Though, like, I mean, it's just like in the right. gym. You know, you're like teaching somebody how to do a power clean. If their elbow's not coming through. You don't just say, "Oh, okay, that was better." It's like, no, right. we need to fix that because right. yes. otherwise, you're going to build on shitty movement patterns. I'm getting PTSD from my level two. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. And then the level two coach stopped me. I think was, Stop saying it's that good because it's not good. Yeah, he goes, really, Craig? Was, was that good? <laughs> no. Well, then why'd you tell him it was good? Because, you know, it was close and I wanted to make him Be feel positive. good. And I wanted him to move along. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on to the next step here. Oh, my God. The LT coaches were awesome. They could just pick you apart. It's awesome. Man. But it that's, that really was. But and that, that just comes back to the whole thing of honest feedback. Yeah, it's super important. Oh, it made me a better coach. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully it makes them a better company if they're getting honest feedback. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so the mission is, uh, as he stated it in this presentation, um, first, if, let me say one thing before mm. I, I, I keep preloading this thing. People are going to get pissed <laughs> off. Turn up. Just get to the point. Just get to the point, <laughs> Craig. Sorry. I feel like this content that I'm about to discuss, you're hearing my interpretation of it. And yeah. I was in the very back and I yeah. couldn't see the slides very well. Mm. I could hear him very well. I mean, I and then I would turn to some of the right or left and I said, what did you, how did you say it now? Right. And I was taking notes on my phone, which, you know, I'm a 60 year old man with, you know, slow thumbs yeah. and not good eyes. Trying so. to read a yeah, trying to slide, slide that's <laughs> 50, 40 feet away. So you're getting my notes of the presentation. So if there's, you know, small errors or small, you know, it's because of the interpretation. So mm-hmm. which, which hammers home the point that CrossFit and Don fall, the CEO should in the, CrossFit marketing team should put this content out yeah. now yeah. in the format that they want people to see yeah, with the words that they want people to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should, they should have put it out as, as soon as first thing this morning. Well, yeah. As soon as he stepped on the stage, yeah. they should have put it out to the public so that we weren't, so that our, that we weren't the first source of that data. Yeah. That content that information, yeah, yeah, because it's going to get skewed by everybody. You, mm-hmm. know? you, you, you heard it maybe a little bit different than I did, mm-hmm. and the, the guy over on the far end of the room heard it differently than I did, and you did, and so it's going out and cut, the message is being delivered in a mixed format. The yeah. con- I, I think overall we all got it, mm-hmm. and we'll probably get it right, but there's different variations of it they're going to get out there, and CrossFit could have controlled that with a really professional message delivered by the Don himself, yeah, um, or the 
CrossFit marketing team. And maybe they'll do that. They might watch. be doing that in like upcoming ones, especially if yeah. somebody might see this podcast and hear that comment like, oh, oh yeah. shit, we dropped the ball. We should have shared something before somebody else did. Yeah. Or I could get an email from CrossFit <laughs> saying, stop talking about it. Stop publishing it, you dumbass. We're, we're going to do it. <laughs> first first two, come Oops. on. <laughs> I am not a news company. Let me just say that right now. I have no desire for a media pass. <laughs> but... I do, I do want to fill affiliate owners to know, yeah. like people ask me, yeah. our members ask me, our coaches, my coaches, our coaches want to know yeah. what he said anyway. So the first thing he said, CrossFit's mission, I, as I interpreted, is become the recognized global leader in advancing health and performance. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. I believe that myself, mm-hmm. that, that we, that we can be that and that we are the, um, the absolute best fitness methodology um, in terms of delivering results. I feel like we are there. It's oh, yeah. It's just a matter of there. continuing to get the stories out so people can actually acknowledge that. That's right. To, to really, yeah. it, and have people, it, it, we have a lot of, we have had in the past, I don't know if we do now or not, but we have had in the past a lot of critics across oh, yeah. it. I'm sure there's, oh, they're still out there. Our, our, our competitors. And they're and they're spe- still very Specifically, much out there. Uh, those that, you know, were associated with the NSCA. Yeah. Um, and then any other organization that that Greg Glassman chose to go after, go after, like they're you know they they will rally their forces through their media outlets and their partners to try and undermine. Mm-hmm. And I think it is up to CrossFit. CrossFit has to fight, right? It has to be. And I'm prepared to in any conversation I get into, and uh, and 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 anytime I'm online, I'll be I'll be you know, voracious about it. I do like that. One of the things that Don said, um, and it's, and I see it repeated often is that anybody can do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Anybody can, but CrossFit is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, that, I, I think they're stealing that line from Rat Tattooey, by the way, anyone can cook. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been hearing that. Ah, right. oh, be able to turn on the other one. All right. So yeah, we, but anyway, I, it, it 100% applies to CrossFit. Yeah. Let me see how you look. Oh, yeah. That looks better. Yeah, you still look good. Um, I feel like that, that, I mean, that saying has been around forever. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's that's not, yeah, it's not a unique say, but it applies, it certainly applies to CrossFit. It it applies to CrossFit and to say that it's not for everybody, it's not for the person that wants to put in the work. That's that's where it should end. It's it's, it's not for the what? It is for everybody. CrossFit is for everybody. Right. Except for the person that doesn't doesn't want to put in the work. Right? Yeah. So you, if you're willing to put in the work and really willing to, you know, grind through some of this, this stuff, whether it's modified or as prescribed, you're still going to get some benefit from it. That's right. But anyway, so they, and, and they're going to do that and they're going to get there by being the most trusted, trusted provider for training Yeah, that I love. And it, with the emphasis on training for coaches. Yes. And that's something that I've, and uh, admittedly, Savon is uh, promoted too. The CrossFit certification program is is unbelievable. Yeah, and i i I get genuinely upset when I see commentary online about, well, all you need is a weekend L one and you can coach CrossFit. Um, and you know they you know they think that's that's being qualified. And I would answer my answer to that is, you're fucking right. It is. 
you are going to go to that certification and you're going to learn about an amazing methodology and you're going to get enough tool sets, enough tools and enough instruction so that you can teach your mother how to deadlift, yep. which will reduce her likelihood of getting a back injury the next time she bends over to pick up something on the ground. Or help build up bone density. Yeah, or help build bone density. Like, you can get enough to instruct other people mm -hmm. at, a, at an L1 certification. Yeah. But it, and, and the training certification, but that is just the surface of, it's, of everything that CrossFit offers the on the certification. Yeah. Tip of the iceberg. From the level one to level two, level three, the, the, the level four, which is really out there. I'm looking forward to sign up for that one right yeah. now. And the level twos that come out of level twos are every single coach here, Diablo, that to level two is, is a, is a better coach. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's, so that become being, and, and I'm glad that, and I hope that CrossFit really does a good job of promoting themselves. And they missed a major opportunity, I believe in settling their lawsuit with the, with the NSCA who was attacking CrossFit uh, illegitimately. Yeah. And unfoundedly. I mean, they were legitimately found committing fraud. Yeah, that's right. Like, on, a, on a massive scale. Yeah. I mean, and the judge was then, like, I haven't seen anything like this in 25 years yeah, of being yeah. on this table. That's right. It's not, not, not only the, the, the fraud that they committed, but then try and then destroying the data, destroying their emails, yeah. willfully oh. destroying the data so that more <laughs> wouldn't be found. I remember it was like they were, they had people there like searching and scrubbing all the information right. to find out. And they're literally shredding stuff as they're doing this. Right. So then from there, people started to believe what the shit that was coming out as a result of that CrossFit's, CrossFit's unsafe. CrossFit's yeah. dangerous. Dangerous. Uh, the trainers after an L1 aren't, aren't certified, aren't, aren't qualified to, to teach people to, to mm -hmm. work out. And then people start, and even CrossFitters started to believe it. Yeah. Which that's just, there's nothing that irritates me more than that. Yeah. Um, and it, and it does irritate me when I, when I hear from, when I hear affiliates complain that the perception of CrossFit is that it's unsafe. Well, what can you do about that? What can you do about that? Yeah. Show people that it's not, it's right. accessible for anybody. That's right. It's all about being a good coach. I I've heard it before and I can, I can, I can, so I can take it down in, in 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, without being an obnoxious, angry asshole when I do it. <laughs> I can do it nicely, too. Um, and it's it, anything, any, and I'm just going to, uh, uh, just one way to approach that subject. Uh, because I came, before I did CrossFit, um, right before I did CrossFit, I was doing a lot of triathlons and marathons. And every year in Austin, there was a series of races that they held. There was, was it was amazing. It was amazing. They turned it into a, their Austin Marathon into a community event by starting in January with a one mile race, and then a few weeks later a five k race, and then a few weeks later a ten k race, kind of building, building up yeah. to the April date. Yeah, and they would encourage people to start your training in December, mm -hmm. and then do the one miler, then do the five k, and there would be these. Um, many, many groups, self-organized groups that would come together as training groups. And in most, a lot of them were down 
and, and this is why Austin is such an amazing town because it has the Colorado River running through town, mm-hmm. and and they called it Town Lake, and there was a trail that went around it, and you could do a you know two mile loop, four mile loop, five mile loop, ten mile loop, cool. you know, depending upon how far you went down the river and which bridge you crossed, it was yeah, really cool. That's cool. But it allowed for training and training groups to come together. Yeah, and inevitably those groups would start really really large, and then they would fall. Just get smaller and smaller and smaller as the weeks and the months went by. As the distance gets longer. Right. As the distance gets longer. And and one of the biggest issues was injuries. Yeah. Shin splints. Yeah. Right. Hip injuries. Knee injuries. Poor mechanics. Poor, we have poor mechanics, right? And and then overuse, mm-hmm. right? Overtraining. Um, as a you know, and coming from Stone Cold. You wonder if nutrition had anything to do with that. Well, too. sure, nutrition too, right? Yeah. I'm I'm sure it did. High, high carbohydrate stuff. But it so my, my answer being when someone asked it is it doesn't matter if it's running. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's tennis. Doesn't matter if it's basketball. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's softball. Doesn't matter if it's little league. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Any any of those sports, if you start out um, with little instruction, aggressively, and don't work on the mechanics and virtuosity, you're going to get injured. Yeah. And at a believe it or not, at a higher rate because there is to dart a tremendous amount of statistics, a much higher rate than CrossFit. Yeah. Here you're under the guidance of a coach that's going to help you with the mechanics mm-hmm. and scale if needed and scale if needed. Yeah. So, so leveraging a, a an argument that applies to any sport as to why you not do do CrossFit is it literally is absurd, and any affiliate should dismiss that 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 the notion and, and simply work and diligently to overcome it within their yeah. own community. It's not here. Almost every single energy injury I've come across with other people uh, where they come into a class like, yeah, I'm just kind of working around a back or a hip thing or my knees jacked or my shoulders jacked. It's coming from another sport, softball, tennis, golf, like all kinds of stuff. People are getting hurt (laughs) doing high repetition stuff and they come back in here and we are able to work around it. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, so, CrossFit. So, so the, so the other way we're going to get there is by uh, being scientifically verified and I, and, and that I, th- I think I'm getting that the language wrong. Um, but the point, uh, the point that Don was trying to make is that, you know, CrossFit is a proven methodology and that we have a tremendous amount of data every, mm-hmm. because CrossFit is measurable and repeatable every single time there's a workout re- um, recorded on a any, data point. Yeah. It's a data point. And we know that over, you know, we see it here the, by our PR board, yep. the progress that people make in terms of strength and their, and their efficiencies and in gymnastic skills and in their metabolic conditioning and workouts, we shows up on our PR board every month. I got the data. I know it's working. Yeah. It is scientifically verifiable. And then making cross, I like this one too. Um, in it, you know, without in it and they're doing it without trying to be woke it's make CrossFit accessible to everyone. And I agree with that. 100%. And, and anybody that walks in here is welcome. Granted, it's intimidating walking in here. It's intimidating walking into any CrossFit gym, yeah. frankly, especially if class is going on. Yeah. And I always make the case, I tell people, I, when people walk in here on a, that, that, and I, where I'm doing a tour for someone that's new, I'm like, look, you're going to walk in here and you're going to see a whole bunch of people working out. And a lot of them are going to be super fit. And that's because it works. And the classes are full and people are, are doing it because it's fun and because of the community that brings it back in. Like, so don't be, in, don't be intimidated by it because six months from now or a year from now, if you come and you come three days a week or more, 
that's going to be you. And then someone's going to walk in here and go, yeah. oh, that person really looks like they know what they're doing. They're super fit. I'm not going to be able to train. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to be that person. That's going to be you. Because every every person in there has got a backstory. Yeah. But anyway, make it accessible to everyone. I agree. Let's, you know, everyone should feel comfortable walking into a CrossFit gym. And I'd like to think that everybody does here. Mm -hmm. um, feels comfortable walking in here, just getting here. And it, that's the other thing. They did a uh, they did a whole presentation on sales. Yeah, for CrossFit. And and at some point in time, simply because I had a you know career in sales, um, I, I, I I should do some sort of program but it would only take about 10 minutes for me to do a sales pre presentation training in it and i understand the need to have yeah. something like that especially for newer affiliates but we don't sell here i don't i don't give i don't give the r when we do a, a no sweat intro mm -hmm. everybody that had everybody that wants to sign up here whether you're experienced and it's annoying for the people that are experienced customers like i just want to go to class well tough shit you're gonna go through our no sweat intro because you're gonna learn where everything is in our gym yeah which is what we do. We walk around and give a tour. How the flow of class is going to work. How the flow of class is going to work. Where you find the workout. Mm -hmm. What apps you need to have. Like yep. you need to know those things before you go in there. Otherwise, you're an idiot for you yeah. know three months, and then you're asking us stupid questions. Yeah. Um. So, and everybody gets it. To be honest with you, everybody gets it. That you know they understand, especially after they go through our our tour, our no sweat intro. But I don't have a sales script for the for the staff that are doing it. All I tell them is. Think about what CrossFit means to you and how, how it's changed your life and how exciting it is for you to come here. And when you talk about Diablo and CrossFit, just think of those things. Yeah. Sales, and I've learned this over the years, sales is a transfer of emotion. Mm -hmm. I'm taking my emotion and excitement about it and transferring it to you. That's not going to happen with a script. Mm -mm. Now, granted, you can have an outline of your mind. Oh, yeah, I need to talk about, you know, what the CrossFit methodology is. Oh yeah. I need to talk about, you know, Diablo's hours. Okay. Yeah. A couple need, points, yeah, a couple points. Yeah. Right. I need to know what those points are, but I need to relate it to, to me. Mm -hmm. And I need to tell my story. And if I, sh and if they see my excitement, no matter how crappy my language is, yeah. <laughs> if they see my excitement about it, chances are that's going to rub off on them. It's in the enthusiasm that that's going to buy, that's going to, get people to buy into that's right, right. like if you're enthusiastic you emotion and they can see that you're passionate about it it's it's hard to say no i don't this isn't for me. right as long as you're able to acknowledge that maybe this person's super timid or maybe has certain like injuries or you know limitations that legitimately might scare them off right but being I, able I to yeah, yeah being right. able to develop develop and build up that rapport and and kind of show that hey this is this is how we can work around your issues or this is you know being empathetic is critical to be a coach yeah i the other part of the, sales. The, the other part of sales with this is if they've walked if they're in the door like they've walked in the mm -hmm. door they've already made the decision yeah yeah <laughs> Nine out of 10 people that walk through this door sign up. One out of 10 don't because they have this, you know, I'm going to go check out all the other places mm -hmm. or they're not sure they have enough money yeah. to do it. They don't they're not sure they can pay for it or afford it. Mm -hmm. But everybody else, the other nine, they've already in their mind signed up. 
because they got through that door. Getting through the door of a CrossFit affiliate is, is intimidating. It's if they're small, part. you know you're going to be seen. You're not going to be able to hide out. I mean, the amount of stories that I've heard of people pull, pulling up into the parking lot and they see people running or carrying weights out. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. And then they leave. <laughs> and then they leave. Yeah. But if they make it in the door, like and you they said, in the door. They've, they've, just, they've made that decision. Yeah, now you got to get them excited about the and, and make them feel good about their decision that exactly. they've already made. And show them the path of what they can follow, right? Like, they're, this is for you. Right. This is for everybody. It's just right. a matter of attacking it in the appropriate manner yeah and keep your options we can i'll, I'll get into a wholesale thing at some point on one of these okay. one of these deals that we do just keep your shit simple don't don't have too yeah. many options for them to choose from just make it simple i've 17 years of doing this the easier the smaller your menu of items is to choose from and we've had quite the range of options oh my god yeah we, we figured it out monthly annual oh, we don't even god. offer packs anymore just monthly and annual yeah that's it boom and if you want to start here, you got to do our startup yeah. PTs. Sorry. Which is super helpful. Yeah. I mean, even it, if but... you have CrossFit experience, doing the startup is yeah. it's a refresh. And here's how much it costs. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And if, and if you don't like it, you can cancel and go somewhere else. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's super. And Not going to hurt that, our feelings. No. And that puts the onus on us to be really good so that yeah. you stay and you yeah. keep paying. Yeah. Anyway. Um, on to uh, the other where, the other reason we're going to get there. We're gonna, uh, so we said uh, being the most trusted partner for training, being scientifically verified, and then making CrossFit accessible to everyone. And then the next thing um, he said is, and I'm not sure how I, I lost kind of. I was the, up front, so I might be able to help. Well, I lost the flow of where this fell into everything as part of CrossFit's mission. He, he said affiliates are the centers, are basically the centers for advancing the mission. Yes, and I, and I agree with that. We've, this is something I've harped upon in the past. So, you know, we're the indoctrination centers mm -hmm. for CrossFit. You come in, you learn about CrossFit, you get educated CrossFit, you learn what the CrossFit games are, you become fans of the sport, then maybe even you become a competitor to the sport. We're the indoctrination centers. And so I, the acknowledging that is important to me. And so mm -hmm. I was glad he discussed it. And he said that within the affiliates, our coaches are the most trusted resource for training and education. And I like that too. And I'm going to, when we have our coach meeting on Wednesday, I'm going to talk about that, that we have, that they have an obligation. We as coaches have an obligation to be, to remain a trusted resource for training yeah. and education. In other words, you can't just get your L1 or your L2 and be done with it. You have to constantly be educating yourself. It's, it's like a, I mean, you call it your fitness journey. It's, there's always going to be hurdles, different things that you're going to come across, different obstacles and the same goes for training. You know, if you're training people, things change, evolve. You might learn new things, new methods of, of making something more efficient. Absolutely. And that's just going to come through more exposure to continued education and also practicing your craft. As the, after the discussion we had on obesity, the very difficult conversation we had on obesity and the pieces that I've published, um, uh, Athena Perez reached out to me. Really? Athena Perez was the focus of a documentary at CrossFit on her transformation from mm -hmm. after s s severe kind of emotional and, and even physical abuse yeah. um, as a child. Um, her, she you know, has suffered with um, or bad, bad, battling with obesity. She took herself from, I think, like 400 pounds to under 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. She now helped CrossFit develop an, a large bodied athlete training program. Yeah. 
so she reached out to me. We had great discussion. That's a perfect example of expanding your craft, right? right? Learning, so, learning a yeah. new special population, so, how to deal with. So it. we're trying to pick a date, and we're going to run. Oh, we're going to run that awesome. program here at the gym. Awesome. No, I think it's really cool because I, you know, I learned that lesson about four or five years ago when I was at Alamon. I've told that story before about the mm-hmm. woman that didn't. We were doing. Uh, we were doing transformation, six week yeah. transformations, yeah. which which had th- those. Uh, you know, you can make fun of all you want, but the way we did them, it was really freaking it was amazing. Cool. It was yeah. amazing. And the one woman that came in that she was, you know, well over 300 pounds. And I, the first thing I had all the women do, I said, okay, let's all sit down on the floor and let's talk about, you know, why we're here and what we're doing, introduce ourselves. And she had this horrified look on her face. She said, she goes, I'm I'm afraid to sit down. If I, if I sit on the floor, if I sit on the floor, I might not be able to get back up. And I was like, no, no problem. We'll, we'll, we'll help you get back up. Like, you know, I was first of all, perplexed, like a dumbass. Um, And then when she went to, when we were all done talking, I just stood up with her and put my hand out to help her up and she couldn't get up and I couldn't lift her up. Like it was like, and I, and I literally started to sweat, dude. I was just, I was horrified. I was like, Oh, oh fuck. What do I do? I, I literally did not know what to do. I was just, my mind went boom. Okay. I can't, I, like if I, I go, if I pull her arm any harder, I'm going to injure her. Yeah. And she had this look on her face. And Kyle Zosiah mm-hmm. um, was um, with me there because he was helping coach. And he goes, hey, no problem. He goes, what I'd like you to do is turn over and get, can you get on all fours? Showed her a skill. Yeah. She, he goes, can you get on all fours? And she goes, yeah. And by now the whole class is watching. This whole group yeah. of women. There's like eight or nine women, other women there. And she rolled over on all fours. He goes, oh, good. He goes, now can you come up on your knees? Yes, came up, came up on her knees. And then he goes, okay, now put the other leg up. And he goes, all right, now I'm going to help you. And he helped her up. And she was, you know, she just had this like elation. And the other girls cheered. I was just going to say. And I was sitting there covering sweat, just going, oh, I was, thank God Kyle was here. <laughs> and I just, I felt terrible. That's such a cool story though, because you have this group of women that are there for, you know, different reasons and, that kind of experience, like you said, everybody's watching her and it, she has a success. Everybody else gets to see her have the success. Yeah. That's just going to help boost that overall camaraderie for the upcoming six weeks. Like oh, yeah. that's the perfect way to start that oh, kind yeah. of program. Well, yeah, I can see the challenge and in, in the fear, but yeah. it's something that has to happen, which, you know? which underlines the importance of like, and we say it, you know, what's on our website, our coaches are badass, and they're not badass because of their fitness. We have varied fitness levels for among our coaches, but they're badass because they can, they're passionate about CrossFit. They're passionate about education learning. They're constantly trying to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the next point, so we'll get off that. And let's move to the next point. He said, he talked about, he goes, sponsor partners play a role. And this is an awkward. Oh, this got kind topic. of weird. Yeah. This got kind of a little weird. Sponsor partners play a role as long as, and I, and I the way I interpreted it was, this is not as, as exact, exact words. As long as they're united in our vision, they align with yeah, what our, our values. Our values were, and I like that. Yeah, um, I, th- I, th- I think with the sport of CrossFit, it's challenging, and and he did say that they passed on a few very lucrative deals that didn't because they didn't align with their values. I'm curious yeah. to know which ones right. that is. Monster Energy was a big one two years mm-hmm. ago. Um, there are a number of these people, these players, and that you know. So, for example, uh, just an affiliate owner in Pleasanton, Zoltan Heights. He's 
he's very passionate about the sport of CrossFit and thinks CrossFit needs to do more. He's a former professional tennis player, so he recognizes the importance of having high-paying sponsors, big, 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 big dollar sponsors yeah. to to run to promote the sport. And it does. It does help promote the sport. Mm-hmm. And it provides the financial resources to to do things like regional events. Yeah. Which are really expensive. The problem is, is that people that align with our values aren't don't necessarily have the money for, or yeah. do, nor do they want to be sponsoring yeah. something like CrossFit competitions. Yeah. So we have to make it. It has to be. Not only does they have a line, but what what's unsaid by Don's words are, is that we have to provide them value in return. There's got to, and I know dealing with sponsors in Grid. Yeah. What they want when you do a presentation, when you ask a sponsor for money, they want a presentation of saying. Okay, what's the return on our investment? Yeah, what are we going to get out of this? Whole right, process? what are we going to get? People do the Super Bowl ads because the like traffic, they run a, the eyes that the, the, the immediately shows up after the Super Bowl ad runs. Like they, mm-hmm. they can measure the traffic to their website, they can measure the traffic to their social media, they yeah. can measure the purchases of the product for you know the next 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, as a that directly reflect the impact of the media mm-hmm. and CrossFit has to be able to demonstrate that as well. Yeah. Now with shoe companies like an Obol or a Reebok, we know that there was an impact. Yeah. Or especially at the, at the, at the games itself, the yeah. Reebok store itself, I remember was doing the, I heard at one point was doing up to $50,000 a day in sales at the event itself. Yeah. And, and so I think that's going to be a challenge, but I do recognize the importance of sponsor partners. I don't want it to be monster energy. That's my opinion. I don't want it to be Snickers bars. It's too much connection to NSCA. Right. And well, NSCA, right. And then of course the unhealthy lifestyle that's, you know, creating chronic disease. Mm-hmm. A mess. Know. Yeah. So it, it was mentioned. It was, there were some questions around and we can talk about that later. Um, and then CrossFit, he, and they said CrossFit needs to be the f- recognized leader in the fitness e- ecosystem. And I, and that's, you know, right, that right up there with the original mission, become the global recognized leader in advancing health and performance. It, it, I think what he's trying to say is among all fitness programs, orange theories, boot camps, theories, boot camp, any, any of them that are out there. Yeah. CrossFit's the recognized leader. We're at the, we sit at the top and as we should. As we should, yeah. And we were getting there for we weren't there already, but um, we should be sitting there. And I'd love that. And then he then he talked about a long term goal. Give a twenty two thousand thirty goal of and, and I, I think I got there's thirty million crossfitters, right? No, well, that's the goal is to have thirty million crossfitters. I think he said right, right now we're at like two to four million. Yeah, which. How they get those numbers? Yeah, that's it's challenging, right? Just because they they're it's affiliates, right? Yeah, let me let me let me comment on this. Is yeah. the, the the challenge here is going to be how do you measure that? Yeah, what's what's you know what data do you have? And ideally, CrossFit and I noticed they're starting to gather the CrossFit ID. Mm. We went to this event; yep. they wanted me to have my CrossFit ID. Um, and I get that. That's 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 an interesting. Um, that's an interesting way to start it. Everybody that does CrossFit has to get a CrossFit. You want to run a licensed event? It has to have all CrossFit ID numbers. I suspect that they might tell affiliates, like if you want to affiliate all of your members, when they sign up, have to, when they sign up with you, have to sign up with Mm -hmm. CrossFit.com and have a CrossFit affiliate, have, have a CrossFit ID. Okay. 
where does that go? Okay. Well, no, but it's, you know, it's help them, helps them to measure it, you know? Yeah. yeah like it does, you know, cross, I, shit, mind body has all of our customer data. That's true. And my body's got, you know, all kinds of fitness Same programs. And they just Waterfly, bought class pass. Oh, they Zen all they, like everyone says, well, I don't want CrossFit to have the data. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> they can like, get it if they need whatever, it. Whatever, whatever program you're using, <laughs> that, that data has been delivered and they've been marked. Your customers, they've been using it your customers have already been marketed yeah. to. Don't, you know, yeah. You know, CrossFit isn't any more nefarious than than anybody else that's out there that's stolen their data and yeah. marketed all kinds of different things to them use google you're yeah. out there yeah so you know don't, don't worry about crossfit abusing the data i, I don't mind my customer crossfit having my customer data um that's a whole separate rule but anyway 30 million crossfitters okay that's you know that's it's a big number it, it's a big number but it's also just words to me i mean it's like okay you know you, you need to show me proof of how you're gonna get 30 million people doing crossfit and, and that it's 30 million i get it there's millions of people doing crossfit now around the world now or have done crossfit mm -hmm. i don't know if they're actively doing it it's it's a number. I, it, it doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Diablo yeah. CrossFit. What it does, here's what it does mean to me in terms of CrossFit as a whole, in terms of where I think their headspace is. The CrossFit ecosystem is the most valuable thing of CrossFit. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this multiple yep. times. Our C CrossFitters by and large, CrossFit by and large is a natural filter um, for people that are passionate about something and have money to spend because mm -hmm. right, CrossFit's or affiliates are expensive. Yep. CrossFit gear is expensive. You do CrossFit, it's expensive to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so it's a valuable, um, the ecosystem itself is incredibly valuable. Uh, Rogue has found this out. They're probably a billion dollar company. We talked about it in the past, RX Bar, RX Bar sold for six hundred million. Three times the amount of CrossFit right. sold. Fit Aid is, you know, probably yeah. a you know multi. I'm sure tens of worth tens of millions of dollars. Yep, maybe more. But there's multiple companies that have come through CrossFit or have built their brand in the CrossFit world. Noble, noble, and uh, and it certainly and ev and everyone will argue that it saved Reebok. I think there's you know numerous content. I don't think there's any doubt on that one. Yeah, that it saved that are that 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 CrossFit helped save Reebok. Yeah. Um, and at one point when the Metcon was released, the Nike Metcon, for, I think for the first two years, it was the number one selling yeah. shoe within Nike Yeah, ahead of some of their basketball shoes. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what, uh, well, that's what I was, again, that's secondhand. So that's not, yeah. I, I can't verify that data, but that was through, um, a, an athlete, uh, and their agent or their, that was a spite, a sponsored Nike athlete yeah. and their contact at Nike Got it. told that individual that. So, but I, I'm, I'm certain it, certainly I can, I can it definitely move, see it moved that. the needle enough at Nike yeah. to, to, to produce eight or nine or 10 years of shoes. That's true. So far. That's true. So. I mean, how many, how many Metcons do they have out there now? Yeah, Like five, six, how many vari uh, variations of Romelios have they done? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Olympic so, lifting shoe. so anyway, it, the ecosystem, the, the point being is that the ecosystem of CrossFit, the, the community of CrossFit is exceptionally valuable. And so this, what this tells me is 30 million CrossFitters is these are 30 million consumers customers for other that are products. loyal to the yeah. brand. Yeah. Which means that other products, other companies coming through that are into that ecosystem. Yeah. Probably going to be, you know, getting a lot, do, lot well. Per, do well. Yeah. And which gives the investors the opportunity to perhaps launch and deliver their own companies into that ecosystem. Yeah. 
So that's that's uh, and that word ecosystem was mentioned multiple times. I think Don said it four or five times. Yeah. And and again, I I'm not against that. I I think that's I think that's valuable. That's that's really where the I think the true value of CrossFit is. Mm-hmm. Outside um, of monetary value. changing lives. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I mean monetary. Yeah, yeah, mo- yeah, monetary yeah. value. Yeah. You know, only. Um. So, it's interesting to see that that kind of being talked about. Um. Quite a bit in, within this presentation. Yeah. Um, 2023 business objectives were to get more people in the doors of affiliates. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to take a while affiliates. If you're all like, you know, think, Oh, that's great. That's awesome. It's, gonna, it's not going to turn over and you're going to get pissed and don't get pissed off. If six months from now, someone's not walking in the door going, Oh, I, I saw a CrossFit commercial. I think though, like, and, and here I am, or I saw CrossFit on social media and here I am, I'm here to, it's, this stuff takes time. But when you say that though, like this is like you said, it takes time. So during that time, get your shit together, get all, <laughs> all of your issues, any of the imperfections in your affiliate, like practicing virtuosity, get your education up, get your coaching staff on point, um, figure out your processes. So that way, when do, when people do come into your doors, they're going to have a good first experience. Yep. I, it's funny you say that because that's the, that's the thing that I said to Nicole Carroll. Mm. When they were talking about uh, coaching development, I said, you know, one of the issues that coaches have is actually they don't have enough coaches and they're having trouble finding coaches. Yeah. And she's like, oh shit, you know, maybe we need to, you know, deliver some sort of program or train people on, train these coaches on how to um, search for coaches within their own community and recruit coaches within their own community and how to go about that process. And I said, absolutely. Because, and I said, because you guys are about to do, you guys are launching some really yeah. quality stuff. The yeah. stuff that is coming out of CrossFit Media right now, um, along the lines of the magic of CrossFit and mm-hmm. the stories that are being told are really good. And, with and the, we are going to start seeing more people come in. And with the rate of affiliates closing or de-affiliating, whatever, yeah. whatever's going on, like as you see a ramp up of people coming in because of this awesome content they're putting out there, like we need to be prepared. Oh, yeah. We are um, in... Since about the the middle of December to today, we have one to two new people a day coming in to do tours of Diablo a day. We got two today, another one tomorrow already booked on our schedule. One to two people a day coming in to tour this the, the CrossFit, mm-hmm. and in, and that's as a result of local affiliates yep. that that have closed, but it's also a result of friends and family of people here in our gym. Mm-hmm people going out and telling the story and here's what here's how this works in terms of crossfit's media and branding they're not going to be doing commercials like look for your cross local crossfit affiliate today yeah and here's a coupon for you to get a discount <laughs> on your membership it's, it's going to be it's, it's going to be crossfit telling the story um, of what's happening in the affiliates the success stories the amazing transformations mm-hmm. the talking about the quality of the the education system the trainers and the coaches right the and and how CrossFit is improving health and helping cure chronic disease. Those are the stories going to be told, so that when uh, Jamie Lee goes home from his class or goes to work, um, and and someone says, "Man, dude, you're looking good." Yeah, I'm doing CrossFit. Are oh, you doing CrossFit? How do you like it? And you'll say, well, "I love it, man. I got a great community." And they're like, "Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I have anyone near me, or you know, it's not the same. I can't go because it's too far away." And you say, "Well." You just Google and find out. And then he, and then that person goes online and Googles it and then boom, up pops the magic of CrossFit. Most, yeah. 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 
right? Plus the closest causeway. And they watch that video like, oh, shit. This is good. Yeah. And then they find that local CrossFit affiliate and then they join. That's how this happens. And that takes time. Rodil just shared uh, the first time he visited CrossFit was an open house 2007. Coach Sarah was 34 weeks pregnant and climbing up and down a 15 foot rope. That's, <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's a perfect example. Like, it is a perfect it, example. I mean, you come into a CrossFit gym and you're going to get exposed to people doing real shit. Yeah. And for the good, and for guess, the good of and, their health. And guess what? That's going to be you at some point in time. You just got to step through those doors. Yeah. Just got to the step hardest part. Doors. Just get through those doors. Um, so, the that so that that's how the process is going to go. Yeah. It's going to take time. You're not going to have people rushing bull, bull, bull rushing your doors. But I bet in a, I bet six months from now, like you said, yeah, a year from now, you're going to all of a sudden, wow, man, we're getting a lot of people coming in. Well, we're getting way more in our, you know, Tim Demo over across the Palo Alto does a every two weeks he does a intro class. Like instead of you know six people, he's like gonna, a free class, yeah, kind that, of thing. that that free class, right? He he does it all, and you know, mm-hmm. he anybody that's new has to go to the free class, and he's mm-hmm. gonna do, he's gonna get ten, he's gonna get fifteen, he's gonna get twenty people in that class, yeah. and pretty soon he's gonna be like, oh crap, right? I need I need someone to help me, yeah. And so those are the things I think for affiliate owners get ready now because it because they're committed to this, they're gonna spend money, they're gonna do it, it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the investors may not be CrossFitters. I don't know if they are or not, but they're not stupid. You, you got, you got 200 million to put into a CrossFit. You, you obviously done something right in your life. Yeah. You, they know, they know what's going to work to, to drive people in the doors here. Yeah. Don't discount Don Fall and his education and, and the experience that he has behind him and the people that he brings on board. They're going to figure out how to do it. So get ready. Don't be if you get caught with your pants down, yeah, that's essentially that's, what I'm trying to say is that's fucking your fault. Be ready. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's, there is a lot of CrossFit gyms out there. And one of the things Glassman said, the cream will rise to the top. If, if you show if somebody shows up in your doors and you're not ready and you give them a, eh, here's the, here's the workout of the day. This is what we're going to do. Come on in next week or whatever. They're going to go to another gym. That's going to make them feel more comfortable. That's absolutely right. And hopefully it's a freaking other CrossFit. Hopefully. Yeah. Exactly. Um, great point. Uh, let me see. More, more people in the doors. We're not getting through this very fast at all. What time is it? How long? How long have we been on? We're we're on fifty three minutes. Right oh now. my god! <laughs> this was supposed to go much quicker than this. Sorry, everybody. This is good stuff, though. I mean, yeah. It, granted, that seminar was it was the first one, and I, I'll just I'll just say that it was the first one. I yes. feel like they're working out their bugs. They're trying yeah. to figure out like the Q and A was the best part, and yes. I was only able to make it through the first half. But the Q and A was honestly the best part. Yeah from an OG standpoint to know like we've seen where CrossFit was and we saw the trajectory that it was making. And then we did hit a hurdle in 2014. That was all due to NSCA saying CrossFit is dangerous. Right. The one thing that really stood out to me when, when uh, Don was saying that we won't, we'll, we won't back down from something in, in the sense of we are the best at what we do. And it's, there's no question about it because it is an evidence-based program we're not going to back down. We're, they will basically HQ will hold the ground for us. Yes. To help us get more people in the doors. Good. I hope so. I want to see that. Me too. And that will, that, that comes back down to how are we holding them accountable? Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the questions. Yeah, that was one of the Q&A. questions. All right, let's go. Let's, let's get, let's yeah. get, we're, we're not even there yet. 
Um, how we'll get there was a change of misperception. Uh, uh, share the stories from CrossFit affiliates around the world. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. Business objectives being exceptional. Oh, can we only get through more people through the doors of affiliates? So there's, there's three business primary business objectives. Make more, more people through the doors of affiliates be an exceptional custodian of the CrossFit brand. So that uh, that to me means that Don was listening yeah. when I spoke to him Yeah, because I had an opportunity mm-hmm. and other people spoke to him. And Savan has been, and Matt Souza have been, saying this on their podcast driving it home. yeah just make the brand amazing yeah make the brand amazing take care of the brand be, be good custodians of the brand you know to, to make sure that when people go to crossfit and they see crossfit they're getting the right messages you want them to get um and then make we talked about this already make crossfit accessible to everyone and uh and so that's part of their 2023 business objectives as well that's awesome i i and, and i think accessible to everyone means by the way, just to caveat on that, give some clarity. I believe in talking to people at CrossFit. It means um, accessible at the affiliate level. It it the media represents all levels of athletes, from ages to color to to anything else that you know you can show on a video. Like it's it needs to represent all everybody that. under the sun. I don't have any problem with that. That's I, I agree with that. Oh. I want everyone to look at a video, CrossFit video, and identify with it. Yeah. But okay, cool. This shit's gonna work and it's gonna change my life. That's great. I also think that it means too accessible to everyone means they're gonna have some online stuff. Yeah, content. like at home. Yeah, so people can do it yeah. at home, which is not that difficult. Right. When we look at this, why is street parking so damn successful? Yeah. Other than Miranda, Alcarez, and Julian are amazing people, yeah. amazing marketers, just just super transparent. Just I don't know, they're all around just great people and and it's and they've built an awesome company other than that is you can do the shit at home yeah with your kids and tell like you can bring you yeah it's convenient and it's and while it's um functional it's they don't emphasize the measurable repeatable aspect it is measurable and repeatable but in terms of scorekeeping they're look just get the workout yeah I don't care how fast don't you put, get Don't done. put too much effort. Don't need to post or, your um, scores. Not yeah. too much focus, not too much heart into what your score was. It's yes. just get the work done. Yeah, and get it done as best as possible. But anyway, yeah. so, so I think there's we're going to see something from CrossFit um, to make it easier for people that don't have an affiliate near them yeah. to do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And I, that's great. I, I think that's fine. Those people, when a CrossFit affiliate, when one of, one of those people probably going to end up opening an affiliate and then they'll capture those people that want the next level. Like they want to be able to climb a 15 foot rope. They yeah. want to be able to drop bumper plates without, yeah. you know, worrying about their garage floor. They want to be able to, you know, get really good Olympic lifting coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, I think that's what's going to happen there. But anyway, that's just, that's speculation. Um, how we, how we'll get there. And Don talked about this and, and I, and I really like this presentation to share the stories from affiliates around the world. And again, that means to me that he was listening because we've heard that multiple times. That's something Savan has been preaching as well. Tell the stories that, you know, amazing shit's happening in the affiliates. We've seen it and we're already starting we know to know it. Yeah. And it's already starting to show up in the magic across yeah. videos. We, we, we know this, these things. And so there's, and there's tons of content like CrossFit's got, got an abundance of content available for yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so that's cool. Um, change the, this is interesting, change the misperceptions of CrossFit. And, um, I don't necessarily know that that needed a bullet point in the presentation. Um, I'm trying to remember when that, how that came up. 
Yeah. Well, it's, you know, and the few affiliate owners ask the questions, I get people perceive this as being unsafe and the misperception, the misperceptions of CrossFit are validated by a, by acknowledging them. Yeah. And like, I don't even acknowledge them. And that's maybe, maybe I'm just being, you know, maybe I'm in denial about it, but um, changing the misperceptions of CrossFit, I think comes from sharing the stories of the affiliates and then, and then, highlighting and promoting the quality of the training programs mm-hmm. i mean i really but but that's that's on there and they they want to change any any misperceptions that may be out there about crossfit being not safe or crossfit not working as well as other things or you know any of those things mm-hmm. or not high quality um grow the crossfit ecosystem degree ecosystem think, there again yeah there it is the bigger it is the more shit you can sell in it yeah um look at the sport of CrossFit through the lens of growing the ecosystem. So that's from the, the sport of CrossFit. So, and, and I like, I actually like this one, the, the, this, this aspect of the sport, instead of like promoting the sport for the sport or promoting the sport for the athletes, mm-hmm. you know, to, to pay the athletes more to make, you know, make, make the sport more professional for the athletes or to drive more income for the athletes. Well, let's look at it. Let's look at that sport is, fueling a desire for people to want to do the same thing. Yeah. They want, they see the sport and they're like, I want to do that. That can change my life. That's what I need. And then that, I want to participate in CrossFit. I don't want to just watch it. I want to do it. Yeah. That's growing the ecosystem. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. That is a, that was a bullet point in that presentation that let's look at the sport through the lens of growing the ecosystem, mm-hmm. build strong affiliates and coaches. Agree with fight, fight, fight for affiliates around the world. I like that too. That's where I meant, like the holding it down. You know, not backing down from other challengers and whatnot. Right. Um, he mentioned specifically in that uh, people that were doing, or even have CrossFit using the CrossFit name without permission. Yeah. Going after that. Yeah, going after those people. And so he did talk about yeah. being willing to do that. Mm-hmm. I need to reach out to them about the... There is an actual Diablo CrossFit in Mexico City, Mexico. For real? Yeah. <laughs> they have a website and everything. <laughs> what? I sent them... I sent, uh, I sent, or they have an Instagram too. I sent them a message on Instagram and said, Hey, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it's taken. Uh, I, it's taken. Seat's it taken. Probably, and I, you know, I didn't want to be a dick about yeah. it. Just... I, I almost considered it like a badge of honor. Like yeah. our affiliate is so successful that we're there. There's someone has copied, copied it entirely. It. Yeah. 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 And it was, and I think there is, I found it because I was doing an Instagram search for Diablo CrossFit. And, you know, and, and cause I was on my Instagram, not Diablo's Instagram. And I was on, I was like, and I typed Diablo. I'm like, Diablo CF. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I sure enough, it was a Diablo. It was a CrossFit. Well, is it a CrossFit? Well, because no, that's a perfect example. Like, no. And this they, is where and, CrossFit and, would have to step and, up. And they said, oh, they would, that, as soon as I sent them that message, really? he goes, "Hey, I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're gonna we'll change." So, but does that mean that they're CrossFit affiliated? No, they're not. Exactly. So it's like this is where CrossFit has to yeah. kind of come in well, and, clearly. and maintain. Yeah, and that's gonna standards. be and that's gonna be expensive and difficult in foreign countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, true. So it's because you you got to hire people. Like well, dealing with trademark issues in foreign countries, that's a whole yeah, it's a whole ball of wax. Yeah. The abuse in in asia in particular is terrible for all companies yeah. all companies there's crossfit yeah 
technology. I remember that was the big challenge when fast food companies first went to Asia. There were there were literally like Kentucky Fried Chickens and Burger Kings and McDonald's that were open in Asia. Remember the Apple stores? Yeah. There were Apple stores yeah, in China. I that. Yeah. That were at, that literally they yeah. built them to look like yeah. an Apple store that but had not. no affiliation <laughs> with Apple. <laughs> and 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 I get it. Those companies hadn't. Those countries have no real um, motivation to to you know crack down on that to prevent that. Yeah. Right. Because it's commerce that's happening. Yeah. You know, if some if some company here opened up its doors and was copying um, a Chinese company, a well-known, respected Chinese company, most people wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't even we would would go to it i'd go shop at it i wouldn't have no idea that it was you know some famous brand in, yeah. in india or china like it's because you know we're we're, we're centric to our own country yeah. anyway so yeah. so that's the challenge that crossfit's going to face is is chasing that kind of stuff down mm-hmm. um and then but they but they did say they were five for affiliates around there now this is something also by the way i would just want to make one more point on this it did that Glassman and their attorneys did very, very well. Not just defending the brand uh, or, you know, from trademark infringement, but also defending the brand from attack um, by organizations like, and we keep bringing it up, the NSCA, but then other, um, by the food and beverage companies that, you know, who through their investments in other organizations, you know, deliberately try to undermine and attack CrossFit. And then also at the legislative level in states, and maybe even at the federal level is prohibiting activities related to fitness instruction and nutrition instruction, yep. especially yeah. um, unless you have a certain certification license. or license. They wanted us to all be licensed in order to right. teach an air squat. Yeah. That's, and, and that I think is super important for yeah. CrossFit to defend that the, is defend the ability to, to, to do CrossFit, to, to be a CrossFit affiliate. That might be one of the most important. Yeah. Topics, and I wish you know. There's a lot of affiliates that have no idea what CrossFit did for them on that yeah. front. That's very true, and and fought hard. It's been a big battle. Yeah, it has been a big battle. Um, uh, reinvest in the craft, and he talked about this briefly. He goes, "Look, there's, you know, if you're running an affiliate, you have to invest back in your business to make your business yeah. successful. So do we. Yeah, we have to invest back in our business." Um, in the training department and the, you know, in, in hiring and mm-hmm. the resources that, that they need in order to get stuff done. So they're going to do that in 2023, strengthen their culture. I'm not sure what that means. I don't, I, I don't know that I was listening that well. I think at the that strength in the culture part was, was coming back down to like the kind of stories that they're sharing, um, yeah. you know, just back to the magic of CrossFit and right. that, that push to put out what stories that are happening within the communities. The last point he made was be tra- that, that he made how they're going to get there is be transparent about their decisions. Yeah. That's going to be a challenge for them. Fuck, it was difficult for He him. said transparent to an extent. Because yeah. Because there are certain things like they can't share the data number. Like they can't share like how many people, how many affiliate numbers are Whoa, out there. Yeah, no, no, wait a minute. Wait, did he say he couldn't share that? He, he said that. Yeah. They, they were saying, what was it? The question was, well, I know what the question it, it, was. Well, the, can, the question to him was, how are you going to be transparent so we can hold you accountable? And he said, well, We'll be transparent to a point because we can't just share all of our statistics and numbers. Like that's just not a wise move from a, from a business yeah, standpoint. I get, I get that. But he that's said true. that we will, you know, do everything we can to kind of help be account or be transparent so you can hold us accountable. Right. right. 
That's a good point. I'm I'm not interested in sharing how much money we make here at Diablo. Yeah, our members don't need to know, and I just I just it's just awkward. Like you know, because then people make opinions about how money mm. should be spent or not spent. Yeah. you know whether we charge too much or don't charge much or yeah. any of that stuff. Like I, you know, I don't. It, you know, so so yeah, so so there is a limitations to transparency. Yeah. yeah. The one question that was asked almost immediately after the presentation was, "How many affiliates do you have?" Yeah. <laughs> Which and that's and that's a question that irks me about when I get it from members here. Hey, how many members do you have? And it used to bug me a lot, and that doesn't it doesn't bug me as much anymore. But primarily, and I used to tell people the reason why people ask that is they want to know how much money we're making. Yeah, because you can do simple math. Oh, okay. Well, you have uh, you know 450 members, and times that by the number of you know how much your memberships are, and boom, they come pretty damn close to. Doesn't come down to what your expenses are. No, it doesn't. And what the churn right. could and that's be. The thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to. So it's the same thing. CrossFit. And, and I guess I'll give CrossFit some leeway there. I was I was irked by the answer because they just danced around the answer yeah. to that question. Yeah. Well, Don did say thirteen thousand at did one he? point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. He did say thirteen thousand at one point. Yeah, they, and that we were yeah. losing up to thirty affiliates. No, that was yeah. Austin said that yeah. they were losing up to thirty at one point. There thirty affiliates a month yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. And and that's slowed. And they're they're not growing affiliates in the U.S. Yeah, but um, it's growing outside of the but, outside of the country. But that's that's a, and I think with respect to transparency, the whole story is is that's normal for any fast growth company that grew really really rapidly from yeah. 2014 to 2018. Yeah, super fast, and affiliates were put on board left and right, and now they are at the six to eight year mark in their tenure. And they're tired, burned out. They're not where they want to be. They had to go through the pandemic, all that stuff, yeah. which is normal for any business, not just a yeah. CrossFit affiliate. So of course they're gonna, they're gonna, they, they had so many out there, they, they got more to lose. Yeah. And until they start telling the story and doing all the other stuff we just described, it's gonna take a little while before that that ship is righted and turned on the right course. Yeah. He had two asks of the affiliates, two things that he wanted the affiliates to do. And I don't think it's too much to ask. One affiliate owner messaged me this morning after he saw because I posted this content on my yeah. social media, and he said, "Well, you know, they shouldn't they first deliver you know people through the door before they start asking us to do stuff like <laughs> you're missing the point, man. <laughs> just like you know that the people just have." I got you. I can't. I can't even. <laughs> I can't. You know, I can't even. But what are the two asks? All right, sorry. Here are the two asks. <laughs> Our he said, "Our role is to get people in the door. Your role is virtuosity. Yeah, create a better member experience. Yeah, and 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 what's what's cool is you, you know you and I know we've talked about this kaizen. Yeah, you know you and you know we I constantly think about how do I when I walk in here every day I'm like how do I make this place better? How do I make this place better? Mm -hmm. How do I make myself better? And 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 that's really what he wants is virtuosity in affiliate operation to make your affiliate the best affiliate you can possibly make it um, have a good onboarding system have a good uh, training protocols have a good uh, have great coaches continually educate those coaches making sure you're holding up upholding movement standards make sure that you are defending and and exploiting and defending the crossfit methodology within your affiliate mm -hmm. that's virtuosity yep and and i think that's an awesome expectation yeah. I, that's my ask i feel like affiliate. that should that's, be just 
given in order to have a successful affiliate. Damn right it is. Um, and then pay it forward. So he said, and if you, if he goes, instead of complaining to us about other affiliates that aren't doing it, help them out. This was uh, Nicole Carroll's person that spoke and forgive me for not knowing yeah. her name. Um, is, um, and she spoke and she said the same thing. It's, it, 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 it's up to you as a leader, as affiliate owner to, um, go out and if you see it, don't complain about it. Maybe offer help. Yeah. You know, with um, in for other affiliates to help make their affiliates better, to help make their coaches better, to offer. Um, I was seeing if Nicole had responded to my message. She didn't, but the to but it's up to you as an affiliate owner to you know to to help your affiliate owners succeed. And that's something you know I kind of. You know, I'm not tooting my own horn. It's just, you know, it's a kind of a pay it forward. You've thing. already started this by doing the calls right, and the mentoring. Calls. Like, yeah. And, and it's, and it's not a hard thing to do. There's a, like, you know, y'all, we've loaned out our coaches essentially yeah. Yeah. to other yeah. affiliates that need it. Yeah. Um, there are just little things that you can do that help to help your fellow affiliate get better what they do. And I think the most important thing you could do, you didn't, don't call up and offer help that, because that can be kind of condescending is Get together for coffee. Yeah. That's something I've been doing with affiliate owners for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. um, it's from time to time. I just, you know, reach out and, and, you know, here or there. You know, I don't do it on a regular basis, but, you know, just you know, let's grab coffee. Yeah. And talk. It's CrossFit Pleasanton, CrossFit Danville. Um, even, uh, you know, well, when I was, I did it when I was the short period of time as, an, as the regional affiliate rep. <laughs> um but sweatshop, but others as well. And then, you know, I get, I have conversations with the local affiliate owners. Yeah. I want those affiliates. I don't want affiliates to close around me. I want affiliates to be open. The more affiliates, the, the more, the stronger the ecosystem. Yeah. We don't get to 30 million CrossFitters with, uh, with only a handful of affiliates. Ooh, it doesn't work. No. So I want them to be successful. And, and then, you know, if they're not, if they're struggling or they want to get out, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Find someone to, to carry the torch for set, you in set that up some kind of way to keep, keep some sort of transition alive. plan where you can sell it and, yeah. and keep the affiliate going yeah. and, and, and doing the, the work of CrossFit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I, I wasn't offended by that, by either of those asks. I was actually motivated by it. And I think it's uh, those are minimum standards. I also told, uh, Nicole Carroll and Austin Meliolo um, uh, that I think that CrossFit, not this year, but maybe beginning next year, is that they need to hold affiliates accountable to uh, virtuosity. Yeah. And by that, I mean... Secret shoppers? It, and I posted <laughs> it on my Twitter today um, that... Um, CrossFit, um, being a CrossFit affiliate owner is a privilege and, um, and that, and I told them that CrossFit, that they need to start thinking about that as well. Yeah. Meaning if there are affiliates that are not upholding the standards and doing the things that sh just should be doing to represent the brand, then they need to maybe think about removing affiliation from those the individuals, which is a motivating factor. Yeah, you know, I, I know in in managing, um, especially managing salespeople, twenty five years, 
you know, you always have the top third, the middle third, and the bottom third. And, and, you know, if you didn't, if you, if you allowed, you know, you, you of course provide all the support and training and, and help to make the, um, the lower third better so that they can rise to the, to the top of the pack. But if they don't like keeping them on board inhibits others, the, 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 the top performers, the top performers are like, well, well, you know, why is this person even still here? Why are yeah. we, you know, why are you getting de dedicating so many resources yeah. and trying to help them out when I'm out doing the job and I'm carrying the load? Um, I want support. I want attention. I want all of those things. And I think the same thing is true with, at some point in time, granted affiliate owners have been through a lot of shit over the last four years. Yeah. Um, especially the last two, but I think if CrossFit starts calling the herd, the lower end, it will embolden those at the top, like, you know, Diablo and others. Um, and it will motivate others to, 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 start to do their part yeah and it'll force them to it also force a lot of people to make a decision do i really want to be in this do i really want to be a crossfit affiliate yeah but i think it is important that we you know that crossfit set crossfit have standards as well if you're not meeting those standards you get a fucking no rep yeah but no rep means no rep. <laughs> you're gonna get a notification yeah you know strike or something i've got a couple of by the way don if you want to reach out to me i got a couple ideas on how to do that um to, to make to make it uh, to make it essentially um, an automatic process, a way to hold hold affiliates accountable without having to do visits to all the affiliates. There's ways to do that. So I can share that on another podcast. Yeah. What else about what a, what? A, oh, let's talk about the question and answers. Do you remember any of the questions that were asked by people? Um, a couple of the questions. I mean, we kind of taught, hit a, a bunch of the uh, the points in the, on the bullet points. Yeah. Um, one of the questions that came up was like schools, youth, like how, oh, yeah. how are we, how, how are we going to try to, I mean, Don talked a lot about the, the fact that like pharmaceutical companies are starting to push towards making our kids take medication or surgeries because they're, you know, obese or whatever the case is. How, how is CrossFit planning on, you know, assisting with fighting against that to help people live healthy. Right. Um, and we talked, somebody asked about how, um, like Matt Schindeldecker's program out yes. in Ohio and, and how that's starting to pop up and that kind of came up, but it didn't really go anywhere with that. Well, I think the, the answer that came up because that question came up during, um, the business there during the coach development yeah. section. Okay. And the answer that was given was like, you got to start the process. Yeah. You, the affiliate owner, have to start the process yeah. and then reach out to us, send, contact us and let us know when you need help Yeah, or if you need help. So I think like, so I did, uh, last week I did the, um, the CrossFit athletes around centered around mental health and, um, trauma. Yeah. The trauma seminar. training, the yeah, tra the trauma, trauma training, trauma seminar. training. Yep. Um, when we talk about as a coach, to be a coach, to be a good, efficient coach or effective coach is you got to have some, um, emotional intelligence. Yes. Right. So I see, I see that certification, that seminar that I went through teaching just that, right. You can have somebody that knows all the mechanics, all the movement patterns, all the progressions, but if you don't have the emotional intelligence to understand that maybe somebody has been through some shit and they can't get past that point to make that adjustment that you're trying to give them as a coach, that is a awesome way to go through and just get a different, gain a different perspective on how to coach from a emotional standpoint, 
right? Because right. it's not just yelling at somebody or pointing their, you know, touching their knees to push the knees out because maybe somebody doesn't want to be touched. Right. You know, maybe they've been through some abuse and that's triggering right. for them. Yeah. Um, but I think like CrossFit maybe promoting a little bit more seminars around that stuff or even schools. And and I understand that we have to maybe prove concept, but my question to CrossFit would be like how say we get this started, how can we get other affiliates to jump on board? Because that's going to be one way we're going to be able to get to 30 million CrossFitters and have a real impact on the future of our society. Dave's program that he has with the military right now and growing that is obviously another rapid way, right? Because you get a large captive audience that has to do it. Yeah. And the same thing if it's in the schools, right? You get a a very large captive audience at a young age. Now there's, there's the challenges of dealing with all of the school administrators yeah. and then dealing with the unions as well that yeah. may or may not want you know this type of program in there because it may usurp a you know opportunity a, a, co- a teaching opportunity for a physical education teacher all of those things my point being that it really takes an init, strong initiative like you have to work hard as an affiliate owner if that's something you want to do work hard within your school district yeah and then raise your hand mm-hmm. and reach out to either other affiliates to help you to come on board with you or reach out to let's put these region managers, the Katie Hogan's to work. Yeah. Reach out to the Katie would email. She's so I did. I did. Katie's brilliant about emailing back to say, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm having trouble with, what do I do? She'll respond. Yeah. So I, and I think that's, I think that's, that's what, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, CrossFit won't take, CrossFit doesn't have the resources at this time to, oh, for to sure. dedicate resources to do that for us. For sure. But having the education available and from, oh, sure. I, I reached out to Matt to you know, ask like, Hey, is cause I've, I've already talked to a few other uh, affiliate owners and coaches that are interested in this, this seminar. And I couldn't find any information on any future uh, seminars. Yeah, and seminar days, he, yeah. he's like, yeah, well right now it's just kind of waiting on the, 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 the approval process to see if this oh, was CrossFit. good, if CrossFit's going to keep this on board. And yeah. I really hope that they do because I think there's a lot of, um, I think that's a whole nother skill set as a coach is having that emotional intelligence to at least be able to help somebody continue coming through that door. Oh, no question. The next, uh, the, the other question that came up was what re- related to the 30 million users and that is, uh, or 30 million CrossFitters, like what are your, someone asked, what are your milestones for that? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was a really good it question. Because like, yeah. I want to, that's all, hey, what are the checkpoints? And, it, and I, and, and the answer was convoluted and, and, and I didn't really get a really solid yeah. answer. No, there was a couple like really, it was kind of like, it was, it was kind of like more like, you'll know when we know, yeah. like, <laughs> we'll figure that out okay. when we get there. Like, dude, that's, and that's the thing about making bold projections like that. You know, it's like, okay, tell us, well, how are we going to do it? Yeah. Using the CrossFit ID system, we'll know that there's 30 million yeah. people doing it. Yeah. 30 million people are going to log onto the blog and go, Hey, I, you know, here's, is there a new member results. tracking system coming out that we don't know about yet? Yeah. <laughs> So, so that was, I thought that was a good question that kind of, that didn't get answered. And, yeah. and, and I bet CrossFit gets better at answering that. Like you said, this is the first run at this. Yeah. And it sounds like there's a whole bunch of them to come. The other question, the question that I asked that I thought was a very good question was yeah. who are the investors and what are, what are they, what it, what are they holding you accountable for? Yeah. You and your, it was a really team? good question. Cause that's something that anybody yeah. that's been following though, like is curious about. Yeah. And his answer was that the, that, that, the investors are keenly interested in the uh, success of their investment yeah. and that 
they have seen Don's plan and agree with what he has presented with them, presented to them, and they've given him essentially the runway to execute. And and by the and um and they are comfortable with the methodology and uh, the affiliates essentially being the forefront of this messaging for CrossFit. That's huge. And not necessarily just dollars in the door. Yeah. And so that was, I, I, it was a vote of confidence. Yeah. Um, we, you know, he was still, there's still some real, there's a lack of essentially clarity around who the investors are. And, 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 uh, the, and that's, necessary well, and it said, is, but you know the investors don't want their names out there they, they you know and they don't want it to be known who they are like it, it's that's the money world but he did say that he has their comp he has their support and that they um you know that he sought their verific uh, their validation of this plan before he even presented it to us so yeah. that makes me comfortable for the yeah. time being I don't see them derailing it, and I don't think there's anything nefarious going on with that group. He's got the he's got time to to make this work. And granted, you and I both know this. If the ecosystem grows, there's a massive opportunity. <laughs> there's a massive opportunity with a large ecosystem yeah. where you're kind of where, and especially <laughs> if you have all of that information about who those users are. Yeah, it's massively valuable. Yeah. Well, anything else um i mean i the only thing i just wanted to throw out there is if there's any affiliates out there listening to this or have the opportunity to get to one of these events i would recommend it because yeah. you know the information's good but not even as good as bumping shoulders with other affiliate owners because that's how we get better it's a but team i i will i'll actually be a little bit more abrasive about it mm. you don't get room to complain about any of this, about any of the commentary that Don makes or, you know, anything's happening. You can take uh you can take a Saturday and and get your ass to the, the, these things mm -hmm. are important. You haven't yeah. here is the opportunity to meet with and have a discussion with Nicole Carroll stood there the whole day. And I had no idea those guys were all gonna be there. No. It well that was kind of wild. Well, no, no, she did that in the follow-up email. I mean, that's because oh, you didn't, didn't you didn't get, get my email. Yeah. I didn't I didn't forward the email to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I knew that they were going to be there. It, got it. But but even it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter that you didn't know. Yeah. It, you knew that it was going to be an important event that you wanted to be at, right? Yeah. And affiliate yeah. owners should see this and go, huh, how many of these things have happened in the past? None. Okay. Well, I've I bitch about CrossFit a lot, not doing what I wanted to do. Here's an opportunity to go and meet yeah. all these people. Yeah. And only that, and and it was, you know, look, you Nicole Carroll was there the whole day. And there's many times where she was just standing there with no one talking to her. And she anytime anybody went up to talk to her, they had to her. 100% attention. That's kind of wild because I would have with, not have imagined that to be the case. Same with Adrian Bosman. He was yeah. there the whole day, had any opportunity to go up and talk to Adrian Bosman. Dave Castro was there in the morning, could have gone up and talked to him. And Don yeah. Fall was there. There's multiple times where Don was there and he, no one was talking to him. Yeah. Could have gone up and talked to Don Fall. So that is your fucking fault if you're an affiliate owner and you don't go to those things. You don't take advantage of it. Oh, because I had to do this. I had to make it a point. This is your. Yeah. fucking business this is the future of the if company you want to know how i have relationships and you want to and people have called me up to to, to you know hey can you find out about this from crossfit the <laughs> only reason i have these relationships and have built these things that i can leverage and talk is because i went to these things yeah. all the time yeah because i knew that a personal contact with these people at some point in time I, 
one, I wanted to know how the, you know, I always want to know how the shit's, I want to know how the sauce is being cooked, yeah, right? Yeah. And I want to know who's running and I want to make sure that, you know, that if there's a chance for me to have a little bit of influence in what my business is going to do, the thing that I have 100% of my life invested in, yeah. I want to be, I want to be able to influence it if I can. So I'm going to go out and go to these things. Same thing. You have an opportunity here to go to one of these things and you don't go, you don't get a bitch. Yeah. You don't get a complaint. You didn't go to that meeting. It's a really good point. There's a lot of them to come. So you can argue with me all you want on it. I'm still going to, in the back of my mind, think, fuck, you should have been there. No, I, that, I mean, I think that's a better way to put it than the way yeah. I said it. If you really, really care, you really care that, yeah. that your business segment, that CrossFit's not doing something. Yeah. Go to the meeting. Don't bitch about CrossFit. No, Show corner, up and, corner and, Donna, go, Don, hey, something. damn, I need yeah. more of this. Yeah. And don't bitch to me either. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> He'll clip that one out for you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Pe- All right. People are probably right now. Like I got, I noticed I got a bunch of messages. They're probably, oh shit! How do I take that message back? <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, that was good. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Until next time, guys. All right. Cheers.